Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. So here's another strange news item that came out, Josh Wheeler, uh, that has me has me rethinking things. I love old homes. I love, you know, you drive downtown St. Paul, Minneapolis, you see some of these stately old homes, and you, I've thought, boy, would I love to live there. There was this house where I, I went to college in Winona State, Minnesota. It looked like a castle. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. My dream was to one day own that house and live there and dress in really weird, like, uh, Renaissance fair outfits and that's the only way you'd see me out in the yard mowing with my renaissance outfit right yeah, yeah. i just wanted to have fun with it but um and i've been in so many of these older homes and i've noticed a few things and again i just oh it's an old house this is normal but i guess there's a huge issue that's taking place and something that didn't even cross my brain that was still a problem in the 21st century in 2024 lead poisoning risks in uh, county homes in Hennepin County is still extremely high. Between mm-hmm. 100 and 200 young children in Hennepin County are facing lead poisoning yearly, causing irreversible health issues. And despite the ban on lead paint all the way back to 1978, it remains a threat in older Minnesota homes. So, again, if you're thinking about the Minneapolis area, there's probably a lot of those homes that have been around that were painted in the the lead paints outside, the lead paints on the windowsills because it was a heavy-duty, good, water-resistant style paint, right? Kept it on there. Well, lead, and and I will I'll be honest with you, this is the first time I even learned about this. I knew lead paint was not good for us. I didn't realize to what extent lead paint was not good for us. It's a neurotoxin, so it harms the brain and your organs, and it can impact your hearing, your vision, and cause learning deficits. That's according to a public health nurse, Amy Wallen. Peeling lead paint creates dust that the children often ingest, breathing, and in some instances, little kids eating the paint chips, Mm -hmm. right? Pediatricians screen kids at one- and two-year checkups, but issues may go unnoticed. Wallen suggested parents request in-home lead paint assessments, cautioning against the do-it-yourself removal of lead paint. So I know you're immediately thinking, I can't afford to have somebody come in here and do a lead paint analysis. I guess there's free lead paint analysis that can be done. Yep. They'll send somebody in to check it out. And then Hennepin County actually offers free lead testing and up to $15,000 for grants for qualified homeowners covering removal, window replacement, and hotel stays during the work that's taking place in your home. Did you even know that there was a grant in place for people like this? So we actually had Amy Waller on our show last weekend, and mm-hmm. she talked a little bit about uh, with Shaletta about kind of this issue. And I, I was more, I'm more so blown away at the fact that you can have funding for some su- such a thing, mm-hmm. uh, just because I was actually under the impression that we were kind of past that with a lot of the homes here in, in Minnesota. I figured that was kind of the, you know, the, there's a line somewhere, and at some point we crossed over that line where we don't have to worry about lead houses and right. lead in houses anymore. Uh, but I guess I mean 
there's a lot of old houses in Minneapolis alone. I can't imagine kind of what is lurking within a lot of these homes when it comes to just the paint and stuff like that that was used because um, – well, a lot of people, I think they felt okay because they could use primers. Correct. Paint over the lead paint, yeah. then they would paint, and there's been multiple layers. That's what of, I was always been, I've always been told that. Right. But yeah. again, the issue comes, you're hanging up pictures, yep. you're pun- punching holes in the wall, you're removing those pictures, you hung your posters up with tape, you peel the tape off, it's peeling off the chunks of paint, yeah. revealing lead paint underlying. Lead paint, for those of you wondering if you've got a lead paint issue, has a very... Um, famous kind of signature way of peeling when it's deteriorating. It looks like alligator skin Mm -hmm. with these little rectangles. So if you see it, it's a good way to suspect that that is definitely lead paint. You can find more information by visiting hennepin.us backslash lead control. Protect your home, protect your kids. Get this looked at. I didn't realize, again, that this is taking place still today Mm -hmm. and in such ways. And then I think about how many people's homes I've visited especially the elderly through the years, where yep. I've seen that alligator crackling. And I've kind of thought it actually looks kind of neat in some places, right? Like this interesting vintage look That's, to some yeah, of these homes. It blends in, yeah. And you notice it a lot on the, like the molding, mm-hmm. right? And yep. it's, it's so bad. I, th- this article is super in-depth and goes into all the different things, but breathing it in, touching it, transferring it, you may not even realize it. You wipe something off the, the windowsill. You know, there's a dead fly or something. You wipe it off the windowsill. Mm-hmm. Then you go over and you're picking up your baby, and you've got that transference of dust, and it's causing all types of medical issues. So if you're dealing with some of these medical issues, think that you've got that going on. Please look into this. And it says don't do the do-it-yourself stuff. A lot of people feel, I'm just going to go and I'll wear a N95 mask. I'll peel the paint. I'll do this. Yeah. It can cause so much problems. And then a lot of that dust settles into your air vents. Mm-hmm. And then when you turn your air conditioning on or heater on, it starts blowing that particulates back up. So you really have to know what you're doing to take care of this. And can it be expensive? Sure. But if there are are grants and ways to help for qualified homeowners, look into it. Get it taken care of. I mean, for fifteen grand, I don't know how good. I just had all the windows replaced in my house. I was yeah. nauseated by the amount of money I spent. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. sickened by it. Um, Can't imagine. It is it cost me more money to have windows, new windows put into my house than it cost me for my first house. Wow. Can you imagine that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, my first house was uh, a 5226 Irving Avenue North in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. right? I've been out of there a long time, folks. Yes. Uh, but 5226 Irving Avenue. Um, I bought that house, I think, for 48000 bucks. cost me $49,000 to replace my windows in my new home. Was there lead in the house? I don't know now. But yeah. what I do know, yeah. I found out later, again, I'm not a bright man, Josh Wheeler. I will be the first to admit I am not a hands-on, do-it-yourself kind of guy. And I remember in the basement on some of the air ducts, there was this, like, thick plastery tape. And I remember flicking it and looking at it and going, what is this? Because it was kind of tearing and hanging down. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it was? No idea. Asbestos. So... <laughs> Like yeah. a moron, like Homer Simpson. Yeah, just, oh, what's this stuff hanging here? Yeah. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> and what am I doing? I'm just flicking it in my face and breathing in no deal. asbestos particles. That's still prevalent in a lot of these houses. If you have these like white, hardened tape monstrosities in your basements uh, that are connecting pipes or connecting air venting, <laughs> get it checked because it's asbestos. It's crazy what we've kind of learned about how oh, yeah. homes were structured back in the day because 
Well, yeah, it was good for fire that. resistant, and it was good for yeah. heat resistant in doing these things, but we had no idea of the long-term effect. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, a old TV show, Elf, I don't know if you ever watched it, about the alien that came mm-hmm. to live with the family. And at one point, uh, they're in the garage, and Elf is talking to Willie, the guy he lives with, and uh, Elf's going through his bag of stuff, and he, he goes, oh, my scratching stick, and he takes it out, and he scratches it and sniffs it. And Willie goes, what is that? And he hands it to him, Willie. He goes, you got to scratch and sniff it. So he scratches. He says, oh, that's really pleasing. It's like a peppermint smell. And he keeps scratching and he keeps smelling. And he goes, is there like an earth equivalent? And he goes, yeah, I think you call it asbestos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. After he scratched and sniffed it a bunch of times. Uh, but, man, I think about all that stuff that still exists in a lot of these older homes that mm-hmm. we have no idea. And I don't know how many younger generation kids are even going to be aware of this. They may find a home that they're trying to build and, or, you know, trying to take over and in a nice starter home in Minneapolis or some of these older areas mm-hmm. that may just be wrought with peril. And don't expect home inspectors to have your back. I know I'm going to take some heat for saying that. <laughs> the house I bought, we had an inspection. Guy gave this house flying colors. Everything and anything that could go wrong in my new house has gone wrong. Yeah. It is the money pit of to end all money pits. Oh, three days after I moved in, the ceiling in my kitchen collapsed because he had replaced all of the internal plumbing and the, the toilets. Yeah. And in the back, with the guts, there's that stem where the water fills in the bowl and then goes down into that stem, yep. right? He didn't cut the stem. So the stem, like, re- literally reached up to the top of the toilet tank. So water was coming over the sides of the toilet tank, mm. flooded my bathroom, and brought down my kitchen. Wow. I had uh, all these people, plumbers and electricians and everybody coming in to look at stuff to get me back. And they're like, how did this pass inspection? Look at the way he's got this done. Look at these things. He tricked out everything. And he was a contractor. I figured he knew what he was doing, the guy that owned the house before me. Yeah. What a nightmare. Josh, I probably spent fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 in repairs to things this knucklehead did <laughs> in the house. Have somebody that knows something. Have a good plumber. Uh, uh, it, it's worth it. Trust me. Have a good plumber, an electrician, uh, and carpenter. Go through the house you're going to buy, especially if it's older, and examine it. You may have to pay them 100 150 bucks, maybe 200 bucks a piece to just go in and give you the lay of the land. In the long run, I would have rather paid 1500 bucks to have three experts walk through my house for a half an hour than the amount of money I've spent to get it fixed. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, discuss more. Have you had issues with this as a homeowner, buying a new home, thinking you've got this new, exciting uh situation in your world and only to find out that it is nothing more than a money pit. Uh, All of the problems have been discovered. And what's the worst case scenario for somebody out there? Let me hear. Hit me up on the talk and text line, the WCCO talk and text line 651-461-9226. That's 651-461-9226. We'll do that next right here on News Talk 830 (laughs) WCCO. Well played, sir. Dave Schrader sitting in for Shaletta. We're talking about home nightmares. We had a caller call in and ask, how do we know if we're looking for experts on carpentry, plumbing, and electricians, uh, if they are worth their salt? I mean, you made an excellent point to our listener that you could certainly check like uh, Google reviews and things. But you know, there's a really great in Minnesota here, we have Nextdoor, which is a uh, Mm -hmm. app you can use. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Nextdoor, you can place an ad uh, just saying, hey, I'm looking to buy this house. I'd really like to know if there's a carpenter. And a lot of these carpenters, plumbers, and electricians that work for major companies, they'll do little sideline jobs, and they're licensed in these things, so they know what they're looking for. 
And you're not asking them to come in and fix the problem. You're asking them to come in and evaluate the problems before they become a problem. And I shouldn't think that would be a problem. Maybe there's a realtor out there that can answer and give us a call. Let me know if I'm way off base by even suggesting that. 651-461-9226. Talking text line. Uh, Tressa says, my son got lead poisoning, severely high levels of lead in his blood at 18 months because our landlord decided it was too expensive to remove the exterior paint of our apartment building legally. We eventually got a whopping $7,000, and I'm adding some uh, sarcasm to that as I'm sure that's what was intended, (laughs) got a whopping $7,000 after taking him to court after all the anxiety, drama, lead abatement, removal of what belongings we could take with us in our last-minute move. Uh, boy, that's frightening, right? 18-year-old child, severe lead poisoning because the homeowner, the landlord, just didn't want to spend the money to do things properly. And then you only get $7,000 at the end of it when you take somebody to court on that? That's, uh, that's It's disturbing. the morality concept that we talked about with the— uh, The what? The, it's it's kind of just having morals. What's that? Yeah, I know, uh, right? I'm not familiar. What does that sound like? Um, <laughs> let's see. We go— couple more. Somebody writes in and goes, hey, listen, if I was uh, driving and I saw a car following a bus stop to stop, I'd be more worried about the person following the bus than I would be about the bus. That's a good point. Yeah. And see something, say something. There's no harm in that. But in this case and in this instance, she was making sure that the bus driver was not impaired and doing her best. Uh, Dave, love you, man. I'm the same way. Homer Simpson for home stuff. Uh, totally. Somebody else repeating in a little bit earlier, Dave, your comments on priests is offensive and off the mark. As a Catholic, I know there is no tolerance for abuse anymore, and that comes from John. Uh, I'm not off the mark at all, and uh, it should be offensive to you because that was the truth of what was taking place. I didn't say it continued to take place, but I was making the um, assertion that just moving a problem bus driver from one jurisdiction to another is not fixing the problem, just like moving the one problem priest from one parish to another was not fixing the problem. Yeah. If you find that offensive, that's on you, my friend. It is truth. As a Catholic, you should know that. And I'm not attacking Catholics. I'm not attacking any of that. There are bad clergy in every field, just as there are bad people in every business out there. But in this instance, I was drawing the comparison that you can't just fix a problem by moving the problem child to another problem area and expecting the problem to go away. Instead, like a cancer, it is now spreading, and that problem child could cause problems in that district. And by problem child, I mean the bus driver or the priest that was allegedly doing things, right? That's the concept I was going for. So uh, it is what it is. Again, instead of just hearing Catholic and assuming I'm attacking Catholic faith or Catholic priests, Pay attention to the concept of the conversation and in what way we're using the terminology as making it something that many people would understand. Well, yeah, that was kind of your that was your from the very get go was kind of your initial point was, you know, to making all those phone calls was I don't want a myself to experience my, you know, my kid to experience this and B, I don't want other people in a different district to experience the same issue that we're having. And it's just. You're you're trying to put out a fire before it, it it keeps building and building and building and building. Yeah, the homeownership problems get it checked out, folks. It, it, you know, I said it. I don't know if it's. I'm sure realtors aren't going to want me suggesting that you have other experts come in and look. But yeah. if it doesn't cost them anything, it shouldn't be a problem. And I would think that if you have an expert come in and sign off on the house, 
that would only behoove or, or help the realtor anyway. Is there no, like, I don't want to use the term lemon laws because I know it applies to cars, but is there not a lemon law with home inspectors? If Yeah, here's okay. the deal. So I spent, I think it was $75 for a home inspection. Mm-hmm. I can sue for my $75 back, and that's the extent of it. Got it. I can't. There's no criminal charges. There's no negligent charges. Interesting. Nothing. You're not protected in any way real that I'm aware of. Oh, Dave, you're wrong. I'm going to call in and tell you, or I'm going to text anonymously to the talking text line. Whatever. Do it. I'd rather see what it is. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. Here's another clue coming in, a tip from one of the listeners on the talking text line. Whatever you do, don't ever ask your realtor for an inspector. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I guess you want to make sure that you're getting somebody uh, impartial. To the situation. And I've never done that. I've had a couple of realtors say I could suggest somebody, and I actually know other home uh, realtors and, and people that I've talked to that I've reached out to, to to get that kind of help from. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 